I am going to attempt to get through this without sneezing, hacking, and coughing. If you cough now, a motherfucker looks at you like you just fucking killed somebody. Like, oh shit! Like, what the fuck? Man, I, I, I saw, I, I heard somebody um cough on CNN, and I got nervous. <laughs> I mean, I never like, like being around. <laughs> I never like being around people that cough before the Ronald. So now it's like I gotta shoot you if you cough in front of me. Yeah. There's no choice. You know, it's like one thing to have like the DJ cool, let me clear my throat or uh-huh, uh-huh, like that. Yeah. But when they get that, un- you know, that uncontrollable cough, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like you feel like they go like spraying their back or like, you know, they vertebrates gonna pop out the back. I'll be, I'll be like, oh, first of all, I don't stick brain. around for that. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, they have like a neck strain, you know, like, um, Sometimes the doctor says, you know, like you have to like try and not muffle your sneeze, but like control your coughing and shit. Like, bitch, this is the wrong one. What are you talking about? This is you crazy. You can't muffle this. <laughs> like they do like, my lungs. <laughs> like they doing like exercises, you know, like getting themselves ready to do an acting show or something or some kind of ch- presentation. Choke on you better choke on whatever it is until you can get home. I have no interest in sharing your germs. Do they still but, make but them isn't, isn't it okay though if if you go to a meeting? Nope. And at this point, people is not wearing a mask. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Is no. it okay just to start coughing? I'm Look. still stuck on people not wearing masks. No. I know See, people still do it. The meeting yeah, needs to be virtual, not. and if that, yeah, so I'm they not can even. do whatever they want to do in their own virtual world. But don't you know? I will give a. a, a yeah, no. I ain't seen nobody's raw dog face that I <laughs> in, in months. If I don't know you for sure and know that you are vaccinated, boosted, negative COVID test. Don't be showing me your raw it, dog I don't want to see your raw dog face. Not at all. I got an N95 that make me look like a damn toucan bird. It's like it's got a beat no, to it, no, like so no. I can <laughs> so I can talk underneath it and breathe at the same time because some of the masks they press up on you, you know. But you need a little bit of room to talk. And then so th- here's the dilemma also, right? Because everybody thinks that it's like the angry black man, right? So now you have to check your volume to yourself. It's like, hey, can I hear myself? And then B, you think you're talking in a normal tone, but then pe- people are like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. like, ah, in today's news, you know, you got to bring it up a little bit. <laughs> then they're like, he's angry. Like, no, I'm not angry. I can't hear myself and you can't hear me. So I'm increasing my volume. I mean, not my tone. they thought you was angry before the Rona. So fuck them. Exactly. But exactly. T-Petty, I, I, I'm still on your like, don't be showing me your, your raw face. I don't want to see it. I don't <laughs> I, know you. I think we should start calling masks. Uh, did you put on your face condom? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay. Where's no. your face condom? <laughs> Somebody always got to take it one step too far. <laughs> Every time. It is. It's a, good, a face condom. Where's your face condom? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I mean. I, I did not. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we're going to roll into the open just a, a minute. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast episode. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, this should be a, show. this should be a, whatchamacallit, a promo. Exactly. <laughs> just giving this. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a momentous occasion. This is season three, episode one of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We started pew, 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 in 2020. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Boom. 
and we got shut down. They shut down the studio and we got moved to indoors and we pretty much been here ever since. But despite all that, we are still here. This is season three. You know what we're going to do? We're going to kick it off right about now. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please walk my sycamore. What's up, what's up, good people, good people, happy new year, 2022 is here and looks to be a copy and paste of 2020 and 2021, this is Digital Gumbo Podcast, thanks so much for joining us, uh, this is Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my co-host with the co-most, my tri-hosts, T. Petty and Adris Elbow, T. Petty, you got a lot going on already and this, this year ain't even a week old. You got New Year's coming, you just wrapped up the holiday, and you got a birthday coming. Assist your world for it. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, this is the best time of the year. Um, between Thanksgiving and my birthday, best time of the year. So um, it's been an eventful year already in an interesting way. I don't really have any complaints. It's, I mean... So we all know that Omarion is acting a goddamn fool right now, but um, in Rona adjusted terms, once again, I'm doing great. Any plans for your birthday? Now you in my business. Any but general you know. plans for your birthday? <laughs> what would you like to see for your birthday? How about that? I would that? like to be able to see me getting on a plane and flying somewhere without hope wondering if my lungs are going to be compromised in the process um so i may or may not have a date this weekend tbd okay Okay. um we'll talk about that (laughs) mind your business um i was planning to my girls planned a brunch for me at one of my favorite restaurants for saturday but again omarion is acting a goddamn fool so we're gonna have to wait on that um, but I'm thinking, you know, I might see a couple of corn bays in addition to the date and just indulge myself a little bit. I already got packages showing up, stuff okay. I don't even stuff I don't even remember ordering. It's just okay. like Christmas. It's fantastic. That's what's up. That's what's up. I might I recommend some of the restaurants in your area that have the little igloos there for two, and um, you don't really have to worry <laughs> about the masked server serving you. And, um, you know, you sort of eliminate 95 to 98% of the germs there. Just a thought, just a suggestion. We'll talk about that off air. All right. All right. Uh, my main man. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I've just, I'm travel fatigue. We'll get into that later. But my main man, my homeboy, what's going on in Baltimore? Adris Elbow, the author of Ashy Mondays. We got to get back on Ashy Mondays in 2022, bro. What it do? How was your holidays, man? Happy New Year. Thanks a lot, Nook. What's up, T. Petty? This is your boy, Aegis Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And I had a I had a good, like, holiday. You know, it involved a lot of testing. Testing before I went somewhere, then going to the place, then coming back and testing again. 
And I want to let everybody know I got your Idris Elbow home test kits right here for you. So just $99.99. It comes with a mask, <laughs> a shot of bourbon, <laughs> and a vial of little stuff that you can kind of stick a, a Q-tip in. But, I, you know, it's, it's an undescribed substance. But $99.99. You, you know what? You might be on to something there. You know who's the dirtiest player in the game? Walmart. December, the home <laughs> testing kits, $5.99. January, the home testing kits, $19.98. Uh, I, wow. don't, I don't do math in my head very well, but that sounds to be about a 300% increase for the same product that ain't new and improved. It's the same shit it was in November. I done told y'all quit shopping at the Evil Empire. Mm -hmm. I, I refuse to buy anything from them. But, but it's you seeing the same everywhere, like um, N95 masks, a pack of 50 was like 20 bucks. Now that like, same pack is like 50, 75 bucks and higher. Shit's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, people like, well, let's say N95, so we just going to charge $95. How about that? <laughs> well. Hey, but you, you got to watch that because my, my, my uh, mom told me, it's like, <laughs> she was like, get you some N95 masks. And she was like, don't, don't get the fake ones. That's right. I was like, you mean to tell me they print N95 on tissue paper? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here's the thing though. So this is the thing. They knew when this shit started that the 3M N95 masks were like super effective. Why? Well, we know why initially the government did not just say, hey, pro mass produce these as fast as you can get them out. But Joe Biden has been in office now for almost a year. What mm -hmm. the fuck, bruh? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like they just have given up. The CDC is like, fuck it, y'all drink ginger ale and do what the hell y'all want. <laughs> Crackers. Like, don't nobody, everybody's just giving, just giving up. I'm over it. And by crackers, I mean saltine crackers, not a nah, disparaging sorry. term for send group your of angry letters to who? Israel <laughs> and crackers. I, I clarified. I clarified. Please, please don't. But please T. Patty, you know, it's like I am a little. I'm, I'm upset with the administration when it comes to like the mass thing, like producing them and having them and them tests. It's they, they, they kind of they dropped the ball on them tests now. I ain't even gonna lie. They Listen. dropped the ball on that one. So you it's know, it's hard to get a test. Oh my God. So your girl, I, we've all been traveling, right? So I've got, y'all know every time I come back from traveling, I get tested. Long as I've had to wait was a day or two. Got back a couple of days before New Year's Eve. The soonest I could get a test, either rapid or PCR, was January 25th. What? There were no in-home testing kits to be had anywhere in this damn city mm. and even ordering online is taking like, like days to get here i ordered some i still don't have them yet this some bullshit joe kamala what the mm. fuck get it together y'all it shouldn't be this hard we are three this is are going into our third year of this shit like come the fuck on yeah they knew that this was coming and um the cdc you're right they just like uh, peace out, fam. Whatever they just like, you know. We go into the Christmas party. Y'all have fun. 
So I'm over it. So now it's Omarion, right? And then they said that um, over in the Middle East, they had something called the Fluorona, which is mm-hmm. what? It, it, I thought they was talking about Florida Evanson's like, what does um Florida have anything to do with this? <laughs> Why are you dragging her into this? <laughs> Fluorona. Um it's the influenza and the Rona. So Fluorona and um it's like they had a baby. Right. It's like they had a baby, Fluorona. <laughs> so it started, they said they discovered cases in the Middle East. And again, where does it travel to? That's right, New York. So um, it'll be uh, in San Francisco and at a theater near you in about two weeks. So uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, I don't know where all these people was trying to get these tests beforehand. I think we could have had like capped some of this if people would have been all eager to test like pre-holiday-ish, um, you know, before it got uh, to the Omicron or Marion level. And now it just ain't enough tests. I mean, I don't, I don't know what people are supposed to do. This is crazy. This is crazy. T. Patty, what's your recommendations? Stay your black ass at the crib. Stay no. at home. If you have a job where you are privileged enough to stay home, then stay there. Don't be going out in the streets unless it's safe. Ask for proof of people's vaccination and a negative test that is recent. Like you just can't take no chances because people are in these streets diseased and fucked up. And now it's a new variant that's been discovered in France. No, no way. Yes, no, and it has I more. I heard that, T-Petty. I don't even want to hear that. Okay, well, if I don't What's, tell you what, about what it. What variant is this? The, the, it was some the variant. Lambda, lambda side. Okay. Like, the what? initials are IHU, which I think means stands I for hate I you. hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly it does. Y'all, so, y'all remember, y'all remember Ugly Kid Joe and I get <laughs> sick when I'm around. I hate everything about you. Uh, <laughs> they gonna call it Ugly Kid Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't you, you know, like why why you why you say that though, like Nook and T Patty, it is this thing, right? Like I think everybody is just exhausted with the variants that are coming out, right? And we're in Omicron now. Well, everybody is exhausted. Because if they were, they would do what needs to be done so that we don't get yeah. any more fucking variants. Yeah. That's true, but like I, we know we're gonna get other ones, just like you alluded to this, you, you know, IHU yeah. and other ones. Like they're coming, and they so are. we're we're gonna probably get through this piece of it with like, okay, we're back into something else. So like that's the I think frustrating part for a lot of. This is mm-hmm. the worst group project ever. There are those of us <laughs> who did what we're supposed to do. And our whole dra- our whole grade is being dragged down by these motherfuckers who won't do the homework, who come to class unprepared, and who just are not going to ever do it. And so we have to suffer along with them. Mm-hmm. If we heard them off somewhere that I have no interest in going to, like Idaho or Florida, Texas, whatever, heard them all down there. Wyoming is not expansive places where they could just group them there and, you know. And and then just, y'all just infect each other. Peace out. Build that wall between them and the rest of us. And then we could go about our lives. Yeah. 
They need to start that just to see who will go. And then, you know, how people are sheeple. And then the like, great, gone, buy, gone then. And then just, hey, you know. I like, think I think we got we got the test case now in Florida because Florida is, is touting itself as the freest state, right? Meaning the freest state <laughs> that they, free you know, to, like, free like, to like die we, we know everybody's death. locking down, but we're not doing it. And that's what makes us great because we're not doing it. Okay. And that and is, I so that. I think we got to watch that clip. I just sent you. They might not be locking down, but their lungs is locking down because they can't breathe. <laughs> that that gives that uh, saying, give me freedom or give me death, a whole new meaning. Like, oh, okay, it's like that. <laughs> Go huh? right ahead. Mm, okay. Do that you. would actually solve a lot of our problems at the same time. Mm, mm, mm. Do you, fam? Unbelievable. But yeah, so it's the Florona. The, um, the, uh, didn't it used to be a rapper named um, Granddaddy IU? Now you got me thinking. What? Like, the IH. You remember something new by Granddaddy IU? <laughs> I'll send you the video. We'll put it yes. in Yes, you, you're not crazy. I remember that. Yes, yeah, I remember that. New. He said, this ain't Sesame Street, Ernie or Bert. So give yourself, <laughs> give yourself. Granddaddy you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. Give yourself 1,865 points if you remember something new by Granddaddy IU. So yes, that's, <laughs> I'll send you the link to you, Patty. Now put it in the uh, the podcast notes. Um, okay, uh, so you guys talked about your your Christmases were good, T. Patty, Drees. I enjoyed oh, you know, Mark, Yeah, it was it was good. You know, the, the kids always have a better Christmas, but like it was good. <laughs> okay, yeah, because they don't got to pay for nothing. So they're great. Exactly. <laughs> Look, it was uh, good. I was traveling, um, spent some time with with uh, our good friends in in Chicago. So that was okay. nice. Okay. Okay. What'd you so, do? So um, I went to Louisiana with the fam. Uh, so it's my cousin Chrissy, her husband, um, Big Ralph. Shout out to them, and then my um, nieces and nephew, um, Peyton um and um logan and then ralph uh little ralphie that's my um nephew he's uh with lsu football right now and then my uh uncle um my uncle donald and my aunt ronnie veronica so i just uh had a real uh quiet time with them we flew actually on christmas day um because they canceled so Essentially, I've had 10 flights canceled between Christmas and me getting back home today. Ah, so, um, actually, wait, actually 10 flights. 10, we had to book 10 like flights, nine got canceled. Yeah. So we wow. booked like before Thanksgiving, like maybe Halloween. And then they said that our flight two days before Christmas was canceled. So the only thing that was really available is Christmas Day. We've flown on Christmas Day before. It's actually refreshing. It's a lot more refreshing when they serve alcohol on the Christmas flight, but Amen. couldn't do it this year. Um, and Ooh. they, oh, these flight attendants are not playing. They were like, you cannot get them minis that you stole from the hotel mini bar. Don't open them up on this plane. We will <laughs> open the door and kick your ass out and Merry Christmas. That's like, well, I mean, the fool. They have been, they're tired of being cussed out, physically assaulted. Mm -hmm. I don't blame them. Exactly. Now, uh, the um, the uh, wing, what it, it's not a wing. What is it? Um, the concourse, you know, the gates like the I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? An airport is separated into like concourse. Yeah, concourse. concourse. OK, the concourse. So all the bars was lit up like Christmas trees. Like it was it was like um, uh, 
it was distant. It was like two people and then two chairs and then three people and two chairs. But people was drinking at like seven o'clock in the morning on Christmas. I was like, damn, is what bad? is you? Yeah, well, no, I was just like, hmm. Man, I said, I hope the day gets better. I guess so. Rum, <laughs> uh, rum and coke, a lot of be- Bud Lights being pounded at uh, 7, 7.30 tomorrow. I was like, okay. Nah, you're going to have a real bad day if you're drinking Bud Light. But you know, well, rum, bourbon, some light-skinned liquor, some brown, wine. That sounds amazing to me. All the brown liquor was flowing too. So I know that uh, you would have been happy with them folks. So we flew on Christmas Day. Um, again, I've seen those Q-tips, sir, that you have in those kits. I've uh, double-tested in to get down <laughs> into the holidays and double-tested out. I've had eight tests. They have all come back negative. So I don't know if it's my spleen. I don't know if it's what's in the shot or just my natural avoidance and shunning of human beings, but whatever it is, it's worked pretty damn well. And I'm knocking on wood and just, um, again, just will isolate now. I probably won't come back out the house um, until like, I don't know, 4th of July, some shit like that. So we'll see what happens. But um, got down there, (laughs) exactly. We don't know what it's going to be. It might be just like shit just raining from the sky uh, by the time July rolls around. But um, had a good time with the fam. And then, um, you know, the cash app went into overdrive. 25 for the kids here, 25 for the kids here, 25, 25, 25. And I got my you know little young thank people you. love the cash app. That, they man, love the man. cash app. They now, you know that. about them new IRS rules related to these, these uh, cash app, Zelle. Got to be careful. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We're going to have to talk about that at another time. I'm not trying to you know, expose no, no tax liability with the children. But. <laughs> well, the kids are fine. They're, they're okay. below the limit. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll make, well, you know, I'm not going to be sending no big amounts of money to anybody, <laughs> especially not no damn kids. So take this 25 and please people be courteous. When you send um, cash apps, it's the 1%, right? So just say that person really needed that money that day, make it like 20. If it's a hundred dollars, make it a hundred one dollars. So they can get the full hundred dollars. It's like if you send a kid twenty five dollars and then they got to pay the one percent, they getting like twenty four dollars change. That's like cheeky as hell. Don't do that. Shit. Okay. 25, or they could just wait for it to be deposited and learn the value of these, these, patience. No, these, these kids ain't really. I don't. Well, that defeat the purpose it, of Cash App. Cash App is instant. Mm, it is <laughs> they, instant. You just gotta wait for it to transfer. You can't wait two days, little kid. They be they be ready to go, you know. Oh well, then pay the penalty. What better time to learn than when you're young? I I give them the little one percent now. Like I said, they ain't gonna get no dollar on a hundred, but I I will do the twenty five. It was like a nice little number because it was the holiday. So, by the way, my birthday is next. So somebody could send me, you know, like two thousand twenty two dollars and twenty two cent. I really would appreciate your birthday is this year. Your birthday is every year. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would like to have some money from last year, this year, and just next year while you're at it. But uh, You don't no, even like to get gifts on your birthday. Quit front. No, no. I I do really like gifts. I'm just so modest that, you know, I don't really, you know, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's we'll like talk about a, this later. Yeah. It's like being an introverted extrovert kind of. So, um, and then New Year's, as always, uh, your boy slept through it. I don't, I didn't wait for the ball or whatever. I was just like, yeah, woo. I was in a different time zone. So my body was messed up clockwise. So I sent all my East coast folks 
sent y'all a happy new year. Boom, deuces, peace out. You wake up and actually um, where I was, I went to sleep before the new year, technically in that time zone. You wake up and it's a whole new year. So that's what's happening. Uh, Dries, what'd you do for New Year's, man? Oh man, we had um, a big event right in the living room. <laughs> that's what's up. I heard that. That's, 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 that's it. <laughs> that was right in, we had drinks. <laughs> Uh, it was it was it was small and intimate. It was like a carryover from from Christmas. We stayed um, at Mom's place and um, just brought in the new year. Just um, watched the the ball drop. And you know, like New York Times, I think you know they were down. You know, they limited to like fifteen thousand people, which is like that's a whole still lot too, of people. Still too many 15, people. Fifteen thousand people in the same place. And you know, and the the thing, what happened, like when the you know the ball dropped and everything, you know, we did, we we celebrated, we you know, toasted, we kissed, you know, all all that stuff. But then you know, when the ball dropped, they let all the paper go, Ugh. and I don't know when they started this tradition, where they just let little tiny pieces of paper float all over. They've been doing that, and for I was like. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know what I'm saying. Like, so it's just floating all over. I was like, oh, my God, that is so symbolic of like COVID just floating <laughs> in the air. <laughs> COVID and all paper. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What did y'all do? Think, you know, you got to think all the people that's got to clean that up, but they're getting that double, triple overtime with it being a holiday. T. Petty, what'd you do? New Year's. Um... Y'all in my business again. No, no, it was not. Um, so I met somebody who seems to be nice, and oh. we, we spent uh New Year's getting to know each other, talking, okay. which is fine. Uh, went out on a date on New Year's Day. Oh, and young men and middle aged men, I guess that's what I am now. I'm gonna tell y'all that this is how you're going to have to date in the age of the Rona, because this is the only way that he got a date out of me. It was much appreciated. So men of substance, this is what you got to do. I'm going to tell y'all what he did and why I agreed to go out with him. So we spend quite a bit of time talking in the days leading up to New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. He wanted to meet. And I was like, well, I'm quarantining because I just got back, haven't been able to get a test. Um, so you got to wait for my birthday, my birthday weekend. So he was like, cool, we can go out on your birthday. He's already planned the restaurant and everything. So that's one point, intentional, came up with a plan. He not hit me up with that bullshit, what you doing, nothing, cool. But then he said, wanna see you before then, if possible, if you don't have a test, I have some tests, I'm happy to bring you one. Wait at the bar while you take it. If it comes back oh, negative, nice. we can have some drinks. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, then I'll just see you for your birthday. Hmm. And then when he nice. showed up, he not only brought the test, he also brought proof of vaccination and his own negative test. Okay. That is wow. how you do it, young good. men that's and middle-aged men. That's what's yes. up. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's some grown man stuff right there. That's all right, right. Because right. there have been others who be like, so I'm vaccinated. Why well, I got to show you proof of a negative test? Like, nigga, you done. Get out of my life. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I hear that. Listen, for 2022 and beyond is um, 
negative COVID status, recent test, and you know, proof of um vaccination. Is that gonna be part of the data? Absolutely. You better snap a picture of that shit. Snap a picture hey, of that. I, I tell you what, you have mm. employers that um have you upload that card to sites. Oh. Dating sites yeah, we might had do to. it too. Mm. Yeah, so dating sites, I don't see why not. Well, I I'm mean, vaccinated. take a picture of your card. Take a yeah. picture of your negative test. Like, I just, I'm going to need some proof because you can't be trusting nobody out here in these rolling streets. I hear that. That's what's up. All right, I'm T-Petty, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this because I care about you. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Did he wear <laughs> Did he wear a face condom? Sir. <laughs> Wow. We can move that, on to the next topic, please. That went left very quickly. This <laughs> went straight to hell. <laughs> very quickly. Um, all, all that, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. Mm. Uh, in other news, um, T. Petty, over uh, New Year's weekend-ish, your favorite football player, Antonio Brown, had an absolute positively meltdown, positive meltdown um, in the Buccaneers game against the Jets. Uh, was a little bit upset that he wasn't getting the football thrown his way. And he tried to at your boy, Tom uh, Brady. Tom had other things like winning the game on his mind, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, A.B. got upset, uh, stripped down to his waist, gave out all his equipment and his uh, – his gear and stuff to the fans went to the end zone and pretty much deuced out not only the game he quit during the game and then he pretty much said goodbye to his career so um t patty did you see the video did you hear about the story what were your thoughts and reactions on our boy so i did see the video so he's had a few incidents right more than a few <laughs> so people are my first reaction was like this dumbass like he just gets on my fucking nerves but then I was reminded that perhaps he has some mental health issues going on um mm, okay mental health and taking care of that is paramount and I know that it is frowned upon in the black community. Like it is not as widely accepted as it should be. Perhaps that's what's going on with him. Perhaps. Sir, I'm gonna need you to manage your emotions, your depression, your anxiety, your whatever the fuck you got going on. Like he just had, that shit was crazy to watch. It, I just basically it was the equivalent of fuck this job. Who quits in the middle of the damn job? Mm, mm, mm. But I guess, I mean, he's no different than anybody else who just gets fed up and walks off the job. He just has a high profile job where he was getting paid millions of dollars. So if he is in fact suffering some type of mental health, whatever episode issue, I hope that he does get that uh, taken care of. He gets the care and medication that he needs. But if not, and he was just being an asshole, dude, what the fuck? Mm, mm, mm. Dries, I'm going to get to your thoughts on this, and then I'm going to uh, just punch in with a couple of things that I observed, man. But uh, did you hear about AB? Did you see AB? And uh, what would you think, man? Yeah, yeah. This story is like, I'm, I'm with T-Petty on this one. And T-Petty, it's not a if. 
it is a mental breakdown, right? Like, and, and people think like you got to be stricken with some mental illness, right? To have a moment like this, right? And anybody, any person can, can have a moment like this. And it is, um, and when you think about this, right? We all experience pressure in different ways and stress in different ways, just on the work that we do, right? And, you know, that is a lot of pressure and stress every week as you're preparing, as you're getting ready for games. And we tend to overlook that because it's like, they get paid millions of dollars. They're here to entertain us. You know, nothing shouldn't be wrong with them. They should be perfect, right? But I think this is a a cry for help, man. And And I think why it shocked us so much is like, we all could kind of understand it, but then we were horrified that we actually saw it. Because if we saw it in him, we probably like saw it in our family members, our coworkers, like that can happen to anybody. So I think people if people were able to like, almost kind of like, it resonated with people in a way. And they, they either said, I'm appalled by that. And that's just so out of character. And that's something I'd never do trying to distance themselves from it. It's like, that would never be me. And yeah. then you had some people that looked at it and it's like, that is me. That's how I feel right now. I want to do that. Um, so I think it's just indicative of the times we in. And we keep talking about the great resignation. That was part of it. He's part of the great resignation. We've been saying it's been happening. Yeah. 40 million people have been resigning. That was just one example. One of 40 million examples. Hmm. Hmm. So a lot of a lot of different things for this on me, right? So first of all, people keep saying, you know, Vontez Perfect uh, a few years ago from the Bengals wrecked uh, and concussed Antonio Brown really bad, and people are saying that people should stop blaming Vontez Perfect for Antonio Brown's bad decisions and his behavior. I think that those things will ultimately someday in the future be linked, right? You can't test for CTE until a person is dead. And yep. ag- again, mm-hmm. when when a, when a football player comes to a college level, as they go to the pros, they, they're bringing in little league hits. They're bringing in high school hits. Yep. They're bringing in college hits. They don't whole, really whole test career, for A whole career. Correct. Yeah, correct. Basically, their brain has been rattled around in their head for decades by the time they make it to the NFL. Exactly. So what you see in a lot of uh, CTE victims as they get older and they leave and retire the game is what we would call, um, you know, increasingly bizarre behavior, um, but it is uh, as a result of uh, CTE. So that's one thing. Um, Two, Antonio Brown, if you remember when he was with the Steelers, wanted to wear a certain kind of helmet, which they no longer made. Um, He thought it helped him with his performance in terms of catching the football, which he is absolutely masterful at um, running routes, um, you know, hundred plus catches for four, five, six, seven years. Uh, one year he's threatening to have uh, 2000 yards receiving and double digit touchdowns uh, while he was with the Steelers. And um, I think he may have taken some hits with those uh, non-approved helmets or uh, mm. outlawed helmets, which may uh, lead to that. So we'll go ahead and leave that there. Then we have, um, this is absolutely bizarre. So there was one, in addition to the game that they played against the Jets, they had one more game because um, it's an 18-week season now, 17 games, 18 weeks, one week by. And Tony only needed five, I think, eight or five or eight catches. 
-hmm. One touchdown and 88 yards to make a $1 million bonus. $333,000 for catches. Um, one touchdown away from making the incentive for the $333,000 for the touchdowns and also the receptions. So receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He walked away from that. Unbelievable. Um, very, very shocking and bad behavior. And then, you know, mm, you know, he uh, left the left Pittsburgh, you know, uh, late for meetings, et cetera. Uh, Steelers were, uh, they're always smart with their personnel decisions. When they see that something is going to work out, they just um, cut bait. They don't fish. So everybody thought that, you know, Mike Tomlin, who has never had a losing season with the Steelers, thought he was crazy to let him go. They did that. Then Antonio Brown went to the Raiders. You see what John Gruden ended up. He was there for a cup of coffee in the summer. Then Antonio Brown went with Tom Brady the first time to the Patriots. He didn't last long there. And then he got reunited with Tom Brady against uh, the Buccaneers coach, Bruce Arians' wishes, and um, helped him win a Super Bowl. So, you know, that investment paid off. But, you know, after the fake vaccination card, um, everything was pretty much, you know, like um, headed uh, – downhill after that so but you, you know, know what no, like what you're making me think of especially as you mentioned the cte i think this is important when it comes to the nfl we have this bad habit at looking at individual players and saying hey it's something wrong with that player and then giving the nfl the league a pass whether that's colin kaepernick i was like oh that's him just doing whatever kind of thing right or it's like Antonio Brown, he just crazy. He just crazy. It ain't, it ain't nothing connected to the league, right? But as you look at these stories, right, we should be saying, like, what is wrong with the NFL? Mm. Like, what is happening there? We keep giving them a pass on stuff and looking at individual players. And I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing a sleight of hand somewhere. But as you look at these individual stories, they are indicative of bigger, larger systemic patterns and issues and themes. That's what I'm, I'm hearing you say with CTE. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Like, right, we should have made that connection that him on the field doing that and playing in a sport with CTE, we know it is an issue. And then somehow we don't connect those two. I think that's brilliant, Nook. That is a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. And again, they can't test for CTE. They can't prove that it's CTE until the person nope. uh, passes away. Unfortunately, um, Dave Dorson, he was a cornerback for the Chicago bears. He played with the 85 bears too. They won a championship. Um, he uh, unfortunately wound up committing suicide. He, um, before he died, before he killed himself, he um, pledged that he wanted his um, brain to be uh, given to uh, this brain sort of uh, neurological institute to be studied because mm -hmm. he believed he had CTE. And I believe he actually had died by a gunshot wound to the chest, if I'm not mistaken, so that his uh, brain would uh, be preserved. So um, again, T. Petty, you might be square on that. He's just like an Academy Award winning actor. And I really hope that is the case. Um, as far as you know, his uh, outlandish behavior. But the thing is, is that he has access to mental health care and some of the best health care in the world um, for any job. It's just a matter of him making a decision to take advantage of that. And I hope Antonio really gets himself together. It's not even about Antonio Brown, the football player. It's about Antonio Brown, the person. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, it's. Um... It's 
it's really difficult to watch actually and that's one of the reasons why I stopped watching the NFL is how they handled this whole CTE thing on top of the other bullshit they were doing that's I just I can't watch it anymore yeah yeah because you were right with the healthcare; they do have access to top-notch stuff as long as they're playing but once they're retired or out of the league they're on their own and I think even um, if you play a certain number of years, you still have uh, access to your medical care. I think that that was a change that they made a, a few years ago. They just um, need to. So uh, it's just a matter of just uh, booking an appointment or, you know, whatever, and just showing up and just getting an assessment. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I got a funny transition and then we'll go into this whole snow apocalypse or not thing that happened oh, uh, this week. Not. So remember... Remember Antonio Brown when he was with the Steelers, I think, was it, was he with the Steelers? He did this cryogenic, like, uh, you know, like that uh, therapy, right? Where like you go into a freezer chamber and it makes- Yeah, it, which, which is very popular today. It seemed yes. weird then, but it is like so normalized now. Yes. So um, he went in there and he froze his feet. Like he had frostbite, like- um, What? The-, the yeah, this is like two or three years ago. He went to the cryogenic place and you're supposed to put the booties on, right? Like on your feet so that they don't get frostbitten. But he went in there, apparently the story goes without the socks on and um, his feet got frozen. They were frostbitten and he couldn't practice or play for like three weeks because his feet were frozen. And the actually the skin on the bottom of his feet started to peel off because it was frozen and frostbitten. And it literally was like a three or four week process of his feet warming back up. That That's crazy to me. That's absolutely I mean, that's going to show you right there that he ain't operating on all his faculties with all of yeah, his Yeah, but, but okay, once again, I'm going to say this too. I was like, there are cryo treatment facilities in like strip malls now. Like you can pull up in a strip mall yeah. and it's like, come do cryo like treatment. And but are you so going to turn down thing. the protective gear so you don't get frostbite? That's the part that's crazy. I, 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 could, I Yeah, I think that like, I I, I would automatically think it's like, they're gonna, they about to freeze me. So I want something warm. <laughs> like, I don't like being frozen. So that, 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 that don't even appeal to me. But I can see if you don't know what you're doing, and they say, okay, get in this container or whatever you get in. I don't even know what you get in. And it's we're going like to make tube, you super yeah. cold to heal your muscles. But um, you got to keep on these socks. Like, it just don't make sense. It's like, and you're supposed you to know, wear gloves, too. Like, it's your extremities, yeah, you know? That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that don't, make, that don't make sense. Like, we're going to freeze you, but keep your socks and gloves on. That just, that, that whole process sounds crazy. Not Antonio Brown. I can see it's like, I thought this thing was safe. But you mean to tell me you're gonna freeze me, but I gotta keep on socks and gloves while you freeze me? It just it don't, it don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Um, wasn't um, Arnold Schwarzenegger like wasn't he Doctor Freeze or Mister Freeze one of them Batman movies? <laughs> yeah, everybody chill, everybody <laughs> chill. <laughs> okay, so um, New Year's comes. Okay, the weekend slate of games, and then somewhere between Sunday and Monday, I was not aware that um, there was a snowstorm or some type of snow activity that was taking place here in the mid-Atlantic states. Y'all was here. I was not here. That's the reason I couldn't fly back into the DMV. So 
what the hell happened? T. Petty, please assess this. We, we, y'all from the Midwest. I'm from upstate New York. Yes. This is not a lot of snow to me, but the whole world shut down. They shut down 95 and everything. What the hell happened? So this, it was not a lot of snow. So in the city, we got about four or five inches in the burbs up to like a foot, maybe 13 inches. Again, not a huge amount of snow, but as we all know, they don't know how to manage snowstorms here. They just don't. But the whole 95 thing, mm. that shit all got started because some semis collided somewhere on 95 before, like ahead of the snow. Mm. But it had been like raining. It had been like, you know, freezing rain earlier. So the trucks crash, shit start backing up. Then the rain turned to snow. So by the time they figured all that shit out, people were just stuck. The roads, the roads couldn't be treated because everything was backed up behind these semis. So people were stuck on 95 for like 26 hours. Insanity. No food, no water, whatever gas you had in your tank. I don't know why more people just didn't say, fuck this, get out of their cars, walk to the nearest uh, off-ramp and find a hotel or a motel because there was nowhere for them to go. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, the communication was sparse. I, saw, I read one article where it was like a police officer or something like trying to help around a crash site and somebody was asking him like, what's the status? And he was like, do I look like I know? That's when you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the people who had to commute, I feel really bad for them. But for the people who were just out and about diddy bopping around when they didn't need to be, they don't get any sympathy because you know how this area is when it snows. Go ahead and stock up on whatever items you need and then plan to be in the house for the next couple of days. And I still don't understand why they were canceling flights. No, that shit didn't make any sense to me. It was cold the next day, but the weather was fine. Look, I, I was mad as hell. So oh, I know you were. I was so, getting messages <laughs> about so, how mad you were. We had nine flights canceled. It was two that got canceled just for us to fly where we was going for Christmas. So we decided to instead to leave on Sunday. We're like, okay, no problem. Cancel. Then we tried to book a flight Monday. We rescheduled. That got canceled. We tried to do another rescheduled flight. That got canceled. So it's like, okay, let's try for Tuesday. Tuesday, we scheduled for Tuesday. That flight got canceled. Then we tried to book another flight. We booked that. That got canceled. I was like, man, how many reservation numbers do I have? I was like, shit, I'm losing credits or something. <laughs> but then it was another flight Tuesday night that got canceled, which became a flight on Wednesday evening. And that got canceled. And then I kept checking to see any. So this is what I found out about opposite of east oh, excuse me opposite of north opposite of east airlines when you go in and it says it has one seat left it's not per category of like um like price you would pay it's like one seat they like you want to pay the cheapest you want to pay the middle you want to pay the most expensive i thought they meant that they had one one and one 
So I just kept oh, checking every like, like it was a different scene. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like one, one, one. It's all the same scene. It's all the same. Yes, all the same scene, but how much you want to pay? Do you want to exactly. report early? Do you want to do all that other shit? Yeah. yeah. So then I finally found a flight Wednesday morning. It had three seats. I switched me and Mrs. Nook up, and we finally made it home. I mean, that flight was absolutely positively jam-packed. And oh, um, I'm sure. We sat behind this uh, gentleman that just pronounced everything during the damn flight. I just wish that he would shut the hell up, but I did put my beats <laughs> by Dre on and um, listen to a lot of uh, a lot of different and what, interesting. What, what was music. he pronouncing? Like, what was he oh, talking about? Oh, that what? must have been the area where the uh, hurricane hit. I don't know. Oh, if, if you don't, don't shut your ass up, yeah. what? He said, uh, let me get, he Just random I, talking. He's behind his eye. You wouldn't mind if I went to the lavatory, would you? Okay. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get my jacket and then I'm going to go ahead and. Yeah. Was there something wrong with him? I don't think so. I was just like, what in the hell? I was like, well, you STFU, sir. Shut Please. your ass up. You know, tempers are short. Patience yes. is thin. Just everybody get on this flight, sit down, and shut the hell up. Exactly. And then there's a couple of people that was coughing. I had the mm-hmm. N95. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got this big beard, and I'm just looking like the Yeti snowman. <laughs> oh, oh. People looking at me crazy. The stewardess is like, she giving me the eye. I'm like, what you looking at? And you can't look at people in the wrong tone now. I could not afford to be kicked off that flight for, for looking you at know, somebody. No, you could not. Stuff. So I just looked out the window like nothing happened. And (laughs) now, sir, you was up there towards the Baltimore uh, section of this. Did you have any big traffic jams? What did you see with this uh, storm or the century of the month of the week of the day of the year? All right. I'm going to say this. Like, T-Pat, you grew up in Detroit. Nook, you grew up in Buffalo. Snow Excuse for y'all. Excuse me, I did not grow up in Detroit. Close, oh, but sorry. not quite. I, I'm Flint. I'm so sorry. That is a world of difference. Very much. You, you're like in Flint. And yes, you grew I up in, in Buffalo. So snow for y'all is like no thing, right? Nothing but I grew up all. in South Carolina. So snow for me is like, that is, whoa. Like, what is this white stuff? <laughs> but even after all the years that you live in the Midwest, you still feel that way about snow? It, yes, I still feel that way about Lord snow. And mercy. the thing about it is that, okay, the, we tend to think about getting the roads cleared. Like you said, t Patty, that works if everything else falls in line. Meaning, yeah. like, if traffic cooperates, mm-hmm. if everything else, you can get out on the road, you can clear. We got that. But if one thing goes wrong in that chain and then it starts to cascade, then systems fail. And people tend to think systems are really robust. They are really <laughs> not. They are it very only takes fragile-y. the smallest thing. They're fragile, fragile things, and it don't take much to make them collapse. The and Trump what, presidency should have showed everybody that. <laughs> exactly. Case, case in point. The Amazon yeah, but, Web Services sure should have showed everybody that. And, exactly. the Suez, Just, and that Suez Canal with the, the yeah, with, uh, with, ship with, stuck. With, with the ship, right? Mm. Systems are fragile. And what happened with this one, like you said, T-Petty, it was a crash which slows traffic down. Mm-hmm. Automatically, traffic is bad in this area. It is yeah. bad in this area. It's I, horrible. I, I, I went and I'm in Baltimore. I went to visit a friend who was who, who was in DC, which is, you know, maybe an hour away with traffic and whatnot. 
And I said, I'll drop you off because you're, you're at the airport, which is like, you know, Reagan, which is right there. It's like, I'll drop you off and then I'll drive back. But my timing was off. When you had mm-hmm. to leave, it mm-hmm. took me almost two and a half, three hours to get back home to Baltimore yeah. from Reagan Airport. Three hours, and this was a beautiful day. It was beautiful. The sun was out, it was shining, it was wonderful. I got one question. What time of day yes. were you going? Exactly. That was it was the <laughs> time of day. And I should have yeah. known. I was just trying to be nice and a good friend. It's like I'll drop you off and said, nah, like, you need you to get on the told train. Him, get your, get your I, I, I knew better. I, I, I knew better, T Patty. It was just me. But anyway, what I was saying is for so for the snowstorm, you had the crash. You already had bad traffic. I don't care if it's a good day. And then you had the snowstorm hit at the same time. So all those things together, it just lock up everything. A system fail, and I don't care what you do. And T-Patty, I disagree with you on this one. On what? You cannot get out and walk to the nearest exit. You will freeze to death before you get to that you, you think, you no, no, think about this, T-Patty. You, you think the average pound could walk a mile or two to the nearest exit and get off, they'll freeze to death. And I didn't people say, ain't built like that. People I, ain't built like the nah, people in Flint nah, right now. Well, that ain't my they, problem. They're not gonna make that. A mile yeah, or two mm-hmm. walk on the interstate in a snowstorm, they're gonna be dead, mm-hmm. frozen on the side of the road. Sir, you acting like people they was gonna be like outside that, all night, like dude in the shining. Like, come on. <laughs> People is not they were on like that. I-90. They weren't on a rural part of I-95. Well, a lot of them weren't. They were on the the mile markers. Like, I'm just saying, I would rather do that, and I would have done it while the sun was still up, rather than sitting you and waiting. You could have done it too, Betty, and Well, then who else? Well, then, oh, well. Not y'all the sit average person car. wouldn't So you're going to sit in your car, hope that you have enough gas to just sit and idle for 24 fucking hours. No food, no water. You gotta pee. You gotta take a shit. What if you need to take your medications? Like mm-mm. your girl would have gotten out and walked. Mm-mm. Let this that's, be a lesson to you, though. Make that's, sure that's you know when it's in you right there. That's the flint in you right there. I'm now, a survivor. Built like that. That's well, the new, that's <laughs> the new. You know, wait up. You, 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 <laughs> you are perpetually ready for the zombie apocalypse at any moment. Ain't ready, so. you ain't gotta get ready. So this is what you gotta do then. If you're not gonna get out and walk a mile, oh, okay, fine. Make sure that your car is stocked with a blanket, flares, some water. granola bars, bottled mm-hmm. water, sand, or salt. Can't People out here don't know how to drive in this though. And they also need to learn how to actually treat the roads and the highways ahead of a storm. There's no putting salt down on top of snow and ice. That ain't how that works. Okay, now let, let, let me let me speak for my brothers and sisters that do the do the work on the roads. So what generally happens is they do pre-treat the roads. Do they? However, because the precipitation initially came in as rain, it just would have washed it away. It would have well, been well. Yes, a place in to this resource. particular case, yes. the, the initial the initial wave was like rain. Right, so, right. but generally speaking, it's not like they don't know this shit is happening. It's coming. They can see it. But you know what? 
I actually need a job. I need to be a meteorologist because they are wrong a smooth 60% of the time and they keep their very well-paid jobs. <laughs> okay, you ready? Let me be wrong 60% of the time. My ass will be out the door. You want an audition right here, uh, T. Petty, on the digital no. number weather services? Come on, baby. Y'all niggas no, better it, stay no, in the crib. It's no, going to no, be cold. No, hold no, on, hold on, no. Hold on. She, she'll be like, y'all need to stay y'all asses home. Don't okay, go outside. Pretty hold much. On. It's cold and y'all ain't built for this. We coming back uh, from commercial break. All right. Three, two, one. All right. And here's meteorologist T. Petty. T. Listen, y'all. This is what we got. Thanks, Nook. We got a cold front <laughs> coming in tomorrow. Another two to four inches of snow. Y'all know y'all ain't built for this. Stay y'all asses at home. And do not buy out all the bread, milk, and water. You can't make <laughs> shit with that anyway. Back to you, Nook. Thank Leave you, the T. Leave the people alone. <laughs> um, That's all so, you gotta do. So, um, storm stories. Okay, so one of the people that got caught in that I-95 Virginia debacle, he um, flew in from San Francisco. And he oh, flew into God. Dulles. He flew into Dulles. Ugh, that was his first mistake, Dulles. And, and he decided to take an Uber to Richmond. It just cost him about fuck? a hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred dollars. Um, he maybe He didn't, I don't know if he had a car or not or whatever. So he got caught in that Uber with the Uber driver mm. for 17 hours. Oh, oh, okay, oh, it gets better. He finally did make it to his destination. Ah, damn. They charged him $200 for the Uber ride. And That's he, it? Yeah. And they tipped the Uber, he tipped the Uber driver $100. So $300 total, right? He okay. looked down at his app after the ride was over and the whole nine yards. Uber added a surcharge to the ride. Ask so me how, how much? much the damn surcharge was. $1,000. How much? $401.74, making the ride $700. He could have flown back to San Francisco for that money. So um, that, that, the surcharge just, was more than the, the, or the cost of the ride. He could have just flown into Richmond. Exactly. Well, that's well. It was probably what the hell. So, what was their explanation for the surcharge? It's not like he had was holding the Uber driver at gunpoint. They were at the mercy of the weather. Essentially, they was like it was like waiting time, but he wasn't waiting. He wasn't waiting. It wasn't like he was in the store, like shopping or something. And they They better get that man. Well, I say. So, how long did it take for the whole trip? Seventeen hours. Seventeen, and so from. It's probably like a, a, a two to three hour trip. So you got to account yeah. for that that extra time. So that surcharge was for that time. and But it don't make no sense though, right? But they don't because charge like, you for time on Uber. They charge you well, for- Well, they got to charge you for uh, something. Like if it, if it they normally takes you, you from, to go- They charge you for where they pick you up from to your destination. So if yes. you're stuck yes, in traffic, it's not a, like the meter keeps running like a taxi. Yeah, right. but if if a, within reason, right? Like if you go from uh, point, his fault. point A to point B and it usually takes right. 20 minutes, right. right? If it takes 30 or 40, yeah, that's a wash. But if it usually takes 20 minutes and it takes 20 hours, you got to account <laughs> for, for that somehow. 
So that's probably where the surcharge came in. They so, gonna have to give that man his money back. Yeah, they eventually did give him his money back. So they they did the surcharge after, like you know, like you close the app, boom, five stars, my man, fifty grand. You want to give him a tip? No, yes, maybe. Gave a hundred dollar tip, closed it out, three hundred dollars total. Then they came after the fact, talking about because he was they was waiting so long, they was gonna have to hit him with the four hundred dollar surcharge. They did go ahead and wipe that out. Uh, the guy was pretty gracious uh, about it, laughed about it. But um, what y'all going to do if they try and put a $400 surcharge on y'all Uber ride? Uh, call American Express immediately. Like, this is an unauthorized charge. Disputed. <laughs> Just that bullshit. The guy did <laughs> Absolutely the, not. Yeah, the guy did dispute the, the charge also. Drees, $400 surcharge on your Uber ride. So that you say what? Uh-oh. Well, you're going to have to unmute yourself to say something, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I said like $400 <laughs> surcharge. Mm -hmm. I would I would tell the I would tell the Uber or Lyft driver this car is now owned by me. <laughs> this, this is my car. <laughs> For $700. I would be driving myself around. You can Drive. get out, madam. I would be driving myself around. I That's I would what. own that car from that from that point on. But you know, I think about this too. It was it was 17 hours. I'm a, I'm gonna tell y'all something personal, really personal. Oh, no, I've no never way. gone 17 hours without passing gas. <laughs> so I don't know how you what? stay in a car for 17 hours and not pass gas in that, in that car. Sir. What was that negotiation? But just think about it, 17 hours on a ride. You know, you know, both of them was passing gas as they was riding them what? 17 what hours. What even make you think of that? I just- Because that's, I we all human, T-Petty. We okay, but of all the things to think about first, that's not one of the things I'm thinking about. I, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm just, I just wonder how you do stuff like that. It's like, okay, you, you got to get cool enough with that person in 17 hours. Like, I'm about to let this one rip. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? He said that's, let that's, it rip. That's <laughs> funny as hell. Because you can't sneak and do it and they be like, ooh, who did that? <laughs> <laughs> That had to be a, a hybrid that they was in because ain't no regular gasoline automobile gonna last all that time, 17 hours with one tank of gas. Like, well, they probably he probably like kept cutting the car off to conserve gas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now you know who else was cold. caught in that? Who? Tim Kaine. Oh, from Virginia, the senator. The senator. He was driving up and got caught in it. I think it took him 19 hours. Damn. That shit is crazy. That's crazy. I don't and know if I believe that. Nah, I see. <laughs> he, was probably wow. using, he was probably using that tragedy to cover up something. <laughs> what you nah. been at for the last 19 hours? Stuck in traffic? Nah, if he no, was a know. Republican, then absolutely. You know, they <laughs> notorious for going off the beaten path to go get some ass somewhere, so. Mm -hmm. That's that's the movie I want to see on Netflix. Stuck in an Uber for 17 hours. See, People not thinking straight, right? Because you know I would have been live streaming the whole thing the whole time 
from the car. Like, we back here at hour five, stuck on I-95 in Virginia. How you doing? Taking live requests. Like, I'll do some karaoke for y'all. You know, some acapella karaoke. I mean, what do you do? What do you do for 17 hours? I told oh, yeah. you, get your ass out and walk to the next exit. Yeah, T-Pain, t- I, I think I would have walked too. I was like, forget this. I'm like, I'm, after like-, like I-, I can get another car. I can get another car. They just got to figure out yeah, what to do with this like, car. Like, pull off as close to the side as you can, if you can. Once it became obvious that there was going to be no movement, but yeah. before the sun goes down, and Critical. you know the sun only be up about three hours a day now. <laughs> so <laughs> by, about so a, by about uh, 11 a.m., I'd have been walking my ass to the nearest exit, get me some McDonald's, and find me a Marriott. That's why right. you got to get your yeah, that, That's the crazy part of the tea patty. Once you get to the side roads, you could probably go anywhere you needed to go. Yeah, that is so crazy. You gotta get get to the side road. That's all you need to do. Oh, can you imagine if you had just pulled up? Like, let's say you just passed an exit and then you run into the uh, traffic jam. I would have been mad as like, yeah. Say you was like, uh, say you was two thousand feet from an exit. You're gonna I'd choose get... to stay with your car for 17 hours. No, the hell I'm not. This car can go to hell. No. I'm about to go get me something to eat and find a bed to sleep in. There you go. T Petty, to your credit, people did get out, and what they found was uh one of the vehicles that was um jammed up was a bread truck. So um just, <laughs> the guy just, I mean the bread ain't gonna get to where it's gonna get anyway. So the guy That's from the bread eat. truck it's was gonna be stale by bread. the time it get there. We better buy, might as well eat it. Oh, but exactly. then they, they just had bread with nothing to drink. I mean shit. I mean it, you know they maybe might, they were melting snow as long maybe. as it wasn't. Well, the I other snow, you, that find, you find a truck, then you find a, a truck that's just carrying some some, some, some jelly, meat. <laughs> some jelly, <laughs> some jelly. <laughs> it's a smuckers truck, two, two, about two miles down the road. Yeah, come on, let's go. So, the other thing foraging is, for food. Yeah, the Did other thing is you got to put your uh, your bear grill surviving. You got to you smell that? Is that chicken? I don't know. You know what, <laughs> you know what the sign is? That say where the next thing is? Is that is that yes. Wendy's? You know what to do. Grilling on the house always uh, be open. (laughs) The Virginia, um, uh, for the Department of Transportation, they Mm -hmm. posted a job yesterday that their communications director position was open. I guess they, whoever was in it, they was like, get the fuck out of here. You were garbage. Wow. (laughs) People were complaining about like, they weren't getting like the, you know how you can sign up for the emergency text. They weren't getting texts. Like there wasn't anything really on the news from, from mm, the state mm, about what people could expect. And they fired that ass. All them taxes they pay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that, that was rough. Sorry to that man or woman. <laughs> I'm not, you clearly weren't incompetent. So, mm, mm, mm. um, T. Petty, another travel disaster story. So this lady in Phoenix, Sky Harbor Airport, one of my favorite airports in the world. That is that a airport, nice airport. That airport is lovely. That airport is so damn big um, that they got a whole nother terminal that's just for rental cars. That's like a whole nother damn airport. It is huge. Anyway, I it's, love it's, Sky Is this the airport that got the, like, the fancy train that run around it? No, no. They don't have a... Okay. That's, um, that's Orlando. 
Okay, all right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But um, Phoenix um, has uh, a huge airport, um, a lot of glass, but yet it still is cool in there. So I'm sure it's all solar powered and whatnot. And also uh, near one of my favorite uh, eateries, Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, (laughs) this woman, they serve Kool-Aid, literal like Kool-Aid at Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Who is responsible for this? Not that I'll be going to Phoenix no time soon. Oh, it's 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 delicious. It is it is. I was like, damn, somebody grandma back there. Grandma back there (laughs) making that shit. That'd That'd be good as hell. And they they using four cups of sugar in one picture. Mm hmm. Um, so this lady in Phoenix, uh, had essentially missed her flight. They closed the gates and they was like, man, you missed your flight. You're going to have to rebook. Okay. So, um, she called, you know, how the people, they like go down and they make sure everything's cool. Or, you know, when the gate is closed and they roll that joint back, you know, the bridgeway, that's it. Right. So, you know, the person went on to another gate or was they break or whatever. This lady starts, you know, they got the 10 buttons. She just starts randomly pressing buttons, right? And then um, she opens the door, right? And then there's no jet bridge there. She almost, like she was like running, she almost ran into the nose of the plane. And they were like- Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she, she, she opens Crazy. the door on the, on the bridge, on the yes. jet bridge. Yes. And there's nothing- there you know, i don't know if like you know so you know how the jet bridge connects wow. to that door that's in the front of the plane yeah, that's right? just, that takes right. you to the plane yeah so um she opened the door that's a felony um and then you right know, the, she's um, going to prison <laughs> right so then um you know how the plane will roll backwards actually it's a little cart that because there's no reverse gear in a plane that push the uh that pushes the plane back but, but yeah, what happened yeah, was the yeah plane bridge, is like a pacer yeah, yeah, it has no reverse gear. So um, the plane had backed up and the jet bridge had just started to go, but the nose was there, not the door. So it had back and she got and she ran into the damn nose of the damn plane. They had to like get security and the whole nine yards. I don't know what kind of I know she's facing federal charges. Oh yeah, she's she's definitely going to prison. They was like, ma'am, you missed your flight. Your flight, you missed the flight, sis. You just missed the fucking flight. And they asked her why she did. Wait, it. She wait, said, wait. Let me let me make flight. sure I'm understanding this. It was she had brought a ticket for that flight. Yes. And the flight had closed. They and closed was the door. Like away. when they say they're about to close the door, that's it. That's it. And so she was tra- still trying to catch. She's like, "I'm going yes. in this door anyway." Yes. And I'm going to get the, in here. And she mm-hmm. got in the door, and yes. she was running to make her plane. But the mm-hmm. door had already closed. And, and the plane had started to back, put, be pushed back, wow. and the jet bridge was at the nose. Wow. She's now, going to wow. prison. Now, imagine if her stupid monkey ass had, if the plane nose was gone back just another, you know, three, six, <laughs> yeah, nine She would have been falling, what, two stories? That, and that's what she would two have three deserved. Stars? Yeah, she, she would have been seriously injured. Can that's, I... Was the flight delay? Because if I was on the plane, that's all I would care about. Was my is my flight delayed? Because it is. You know, you know that flight was delayed. Oh, I would have been pissed. No, I don't. I don't think it was. I think that they got the woman and brought her back inside up the jet bridge, and the and the plane was continued to. They didn't let her on the flight. Of Um, course not. No, they just continued to just go with the backwards uh, part. Blah 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 blah. You know, they signed the paperwork. When they rolling back, that's it. It's like. The gate is closed, but this lady apparently didn't think that uh, the rules applied to her. 
Well, wow. do, I, do we even need to ask? Was it a Karen? I did not see any pictures. Of no, course you didn't. I, I think and that that's was how you know. No, no I think that was a. I think that was a sister. Absolutely not. It wasn't. <laughs> Watch, I'm about to look well, this up I right now. I can, Hold, see, I can see. Wait, I can see a sister saying like, "Look, I'm going through this dough." I can see that happening, but I can't see her running into the nose of the plane. Sir, she would get inside. A black the dough. woman would not do that because we would know that we would end up taste or worse. Yeah, that's true. So no, true. we good wouldn't point. do that. Good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Also, we don't feel so entitled. We knew we should have got our black asses up early and gotten to the airport on time. <laughs> you just chalk it up uh, as an L. Well, like, I'm we gonna have a glass just, of wine. Just go just to the lounge and get you yeah. a drink and wait for your next fucking flight. Period. Black yeah. people make it on time for planes. This stuff, I just, just let me just say that. Now, young college students, maybe, maybe not, but I would say the overwhelming majority of black people make it on time for the plane. Yeah, because they, you know, they will leave your your black butt yes, if they you will. ain't there on time. <laughs> and you don't spend a lot of money for this flight, yep. so yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money, a lot of money. All right, y'all, so let's uh, shift gears and just do a quick uh, compare and contrast. So we tape in this uh, podcast the first week of January. Uh, T. Petty, I'll let you go first on this. It was a damn different week this time last year. Uh, specifically, I talk about January mm. 6th. Talk a little yep. bit about that and what, if anything, has uh, changed here in America since the insurrection and these domestic terrorists uh, took over the Capitol one year ago this week. Okay, so first I have confirmed that it is a Karen, like I knew it would be, <laughs> number one. Number two. <laughs> so, uh, the that day is, the anniversary of that day is swiftly approaching. Um, so, what are my observations? That Merrick Garland's Justice Department has not been hard enough on these people. He has been a real disappointment, I have to say. Like he has seriously gotten on my fucking nerves. Um, the pace of the investigation, the uh, publicity has not been what it should. Like in my mind, there are three stories that sh should be the only thing that are being talked about. The Rona. Mm -hmm voter suppression and uh, disenfranchisement and the failed coup, insurrection, whatever you want to call it. Those are the stories. Those motherfuckers staged a coup and over 100 members of Congress were in on it. And now they want to act like that shit didn't even fucking happen. That is wild as hell. People are flouting subpoenas. They was in on it, and Congress was the target of the coup. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? They are insane, and they need to be dealt with most harshly. And per usual, the Democrats are not harsh enough. They're just not. Like, the sense of urgency is not there. And this is the key for me. While the Democrats have been fucking around and doing whatever the hell they're doing, Republicans, and we've talked about this before, throughout the country are putting in place the mechanisms and the, and the infrastructure for them to do in 2024. Wait a minute. Yeah. 
what they couldn't do in 2020. They are stripping power from uh, boards of elections and um, secretaries of state. They are installing these, whatever the fuck you wanna call them, the people that are believing this bullshit into positions where they can just decide that the election didn't, if it didn't come out the way that they wanted that they can flip this shit around. They are running these QAnon people for Congress and local school boards and local governments that have that set these voting rules. Like all of this is happening while the Democrats are asleep at the switch. So January 6th of 2021 wasn't successful. It was damn close though. Hmm. It was damn close. And the next time they're going to be more prepared because look what's happened to them. Nothing really. Nothing has happened to Donald Trump, to Steve Bannon. Those motherfuckers are writing books. Peter Navarro wrote a whole book. What are they calling it? The Sweep. And then he's going on a whole world tour explaining what? the explaining what the plan was that they had a hundred wow. um, congressmen, congressmen and senators on board to protest the results and blah, blah, like, wow, what the fuck? Like, they're just blatant out in the open with it. And with these nut jobs that are running around, even that, even though the, the elected officials for the most part don't believe any of this shit, but they're all gonna go along with it because it's advantageous for them. So unless the Democrats get their shit together, passes um, voting protections that they need to pass instead of fucking around with Joe Manchin's ass and Kristen Cinema, get rid of the filibuster and get this shit done because otherwise you won't have to worry about uh, winning and losing an election because once they get back in power again, you think they're gonna give that up? Absolutely fucking not. Drees, mm, mm, mm. January 6, 2022. Take a look back at January 6, 2021. Failed coup, insurrection, literally the craziest reality TV I ever saw. What uh, what do you remember from that day? And what do you think is going to happen going forward? Where have we progressed you know, anywhere like since the, then? The thing I remember most about all of that, and I watched it like live as it was happening. And um, I remember... Uh, maybe a week before it happened or something like that, I was talking to some people about the election, right? They, they weren't Black people. And we were just talking about the election and they they felt like, oh, yeah, we're in the clear. And, and I remember the feeling and saying like, oh, we just don't know until it's, you know, everybody was still nervous. Even when we was nervous before the election and then even when, you know, the Biden-Harris ticket won, we were still nervous until it actually like happened, right? And, and I remember like having a conversation and people felt like, oh, it was over. And I was like, oh, you know, anything could happen. I didn't imagine that they would storm the Capitol and try to like hijack democracy. But when they did it, I was like, that's why we was nervous. There's like, always trust your gut that you know it's something just in the air that's just something that's wrong. And it was just, and as I watched it, I was like, oh my God, this is like, yeah, this is like, they they just said like, look, we just ain't gonna believe the results of it. And whatever it takes to like have our way, we're gonna do it. 
And that sentiment has not left. It is still there. It's still like running rampant. So everything that happened last year on January the 6th is still here and it's still happening. So it's it's something, you know, I we have we talk like we have to be vigilant about it, but it is happening and we're just like letting it happen. So um, and you're right, T Petty too, with Merrick Garland. I it's it's not enough being done. And it's not just him, but I think just overall, we're just like, we're in a really precarious position right now. Yeah, you guys are uh, right on uh, as far as everything is concerned. So I've sort of changed the way that I watch news, right? Like basically because of that event, like I watch local news just to get bits and pieces, but it was so weird that day that we taped on the same day as the insurrection uh, failed cool, whatever you want to call it. All those things are appropriate. And I hadn't had enough time to like sleep on it or really think or understand or even comprehend what I just saw. T. Petty was out in front of it, but it was just so bizarre. Everything that we had seen that day or everything that I had seen that day was so bizarre. Like I'd never seen no shit like that ever before in my life. I'm just like, what the hell is happening? So it takes me to take those news events from different sources, right? And then sort of uh, let it get the 60 minutes treatment when they go and they do the deep dive research and really talk about this person's with this person. And then they connect the dots and then you see the full 360, you're like, this shit is absolutely positively batshit crazy. So that was a crazy day, um, a day that a lot of people never thought could happen in this country. Huh, it happened right here in America, and we have not progressed, I don't think, uh, too much far down the number line from what happened last year. If anything, like T. Petty said, that gave uh, these, I'm not going to call them nut jobs, but these... Uh, these uh, individuals who are uh, for the coup, uh, for the insurrection, even more power, nothing has happened to them and they feel more empowered. And, um, you know, they just get more and more, more followers and disciples. Every man, every woman has disciples. And they showed you that day that those people are out there, these are the people that we work with. These are the people that we see in our everyday lives. And they continue to, you know, sort of um, be out there in social media and whatnot you see a couple of people that might come uh, to the forefront and, um, you know, really be out there about it. But um, a lot of these people uh, sort of are in silence. And then, um, you know, uh, some of these individuals, they keep it real hush hush, you know, when these sentences come down, like, you know, they'll say like the guy that was dressed like a Viking, he did this, 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 and this, he's getting this many years, or this person did this, the person that sat at the desk and drank the beer at, you know, the computer, or stole a computer from um, whoever's office, they're getting this many years. But it's not like, I, we never saw a perp walk for any of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's some basic police shit, right? If you get the bad guy, you show them in handcuffs, being arrested, arranged, arraigned, charged, whatever. But we really never got to see the perp walk on any of these people. They got back on these planes, they got back on trains, they got back in their automobiles and they came, they went back to wherever the hell hole they came from to come here. And you know it, I know it, everybody knows it. This shit was planned. 
You can track the movements of anybody doing anything. The thing is that there's an international um, sort of foreign terrorist list, right? Can't fly, uh, et cetera. There needs to be a domestic terrorist, which is what these people are, and this is what these people did, no fly, and track their movements, whatever you need to do as far or, as- Or just, just period, track them, period. Yeah. Because they are terrorists, domestic terrorists. Exactly. And they're bound to do something again. So we'll see how uh, this Lock goes. their asses up. Track and them through the federal prison system. Yeah. All yeah. of them. Yeah. I, so. I just want to point out to like that Nookie Bishop, that episode, I think we taped it on January 6th. It aired on January 7th. Was called the Vanilla ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know we what? We did call it. We did call it. We funny. Episode. We, we are funny. funny. You know, we black people can find humor in anything, but really, what happened that day was terrifying. Yeah, that was. It was fucked up. Like, and I remember us, like, all texting when that shit jumped off. It's like, oh shit! Like, it was a, it was a bright sunny day. As yeah. I recall initially, yeah. and you know, I'm not that far from the Capitol. Like I could walk up there in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So it was a mile from my house. I have friends who live on Capitol Hill, people that are not from here who haven't or haven't been here act like ain't shit here but politicians and office buildings. No. That should happen in the middle of a fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Like people live there. And that shit was yeah. terrifying. They couldn't go home. They had to show badges and go in and out of their own damn neighborhoods. Madness. And had something like that happen in a so-called developing country, the United States would have been the first one running their mouth talking about it was an attempted coup and that's not how democracy works. It happened here and it's nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And the rest of the world is looking at this place like, what the fuck happened to y'all? Mm, mm, mm. Meanwhile, black people are like, yeah, we I, told y'all this place is trash. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Joe Biden is gonna speak on this tomorrow, which he is, is the anniversary of it. And uh, I was listening to the to the talk shows, and they were saying like, and he's gonna be very stern. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be very right. blunt. I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's gonna be he's gonna be very blunt about it. He's gonna, like, he's gonna blame is he Trump. gonna be announcing some like, fucking charges? Because that's yeah. what I—that's all I want to know about. Are you America wants its charges? ounce of blood. We want to see blood from these people. They—they—they they, they shed blood. We want to see some blood shed. That's what—that's what we want from those people. So, I mean, we'll they didn't mind it when they was bashing those policemen's heads heads in. They tased Anthony Fanon. In the at, at the base of his skull, he had a mm. fucking heart attack. Mm, mm, mm. People were killed. People were committed. So cops back the blue, right? Mm. They were uh, killed. They killing I, them. I, I would had never heart forget. Attacks. I would never forget. It's a it's everything, but just when when they was in the chambers of Congress, and it was an officer. Asking like, could you please step down from the yes. next turn? Could you come what down, the please? Fuck? Like, I was like, come oh on, my like, come Lord. on, guys. I said, ain't that a bitch? But again, what better illustration of what we've always been talking about? 
Mm-hmm. All right, we we on our stretch run home. Listen, Drees, good point. Uh, if, if you listen to, the, if you knew the Digital Gumbo podcast or you've been with us for a while, go back. It's a historical piece, I guess. Uh, I'll put the episode number and the link into the uh, description as well. That's our Vanilla Isis episode, which we taped on January 6th. 2021 uh very interesting uh just for you to you know hear our thoughts again and uh sort of take a, a trip down memory lane with us as far as that day is concerned all right y'all this is 2022 so let me recap this very quickly before we uh finish this up t petty your predictions for 2021 you said at the end of 2000 um uh, 20 that you were getting out of the prediction business you really didn't have any predictions and that you were cautiously optimistic that 2021 will be a little bit better than 2022 i See? think that we're safe to say that we are we were except for that uh omarion shit that started right after thanksgiving so i'll give you 1865 points on that mm. uh your boy right here uh nookie bishop jr was totally wrong i was like the economy is gonna bounce back and the movie theaters are going to go out of business and you're going to see uh, Bezos buy up all the movie theater chains and turn them into other type of buildings. Uh, none of that shit ever happened. So I get negative 1865 points. And then you, sir, Idris Elbow, you oh, were what did I say? On. It had to come to pass. You, you said something was going to happen to Joe and that Kamala was going to become president. Technically, I remember that. I still believe that. Yes, I still sir. believe that. Technically, <laughs> he is accurate. He was accurate, and that happened. Joe had a colonoscopy he and did. was he under sure anesthesia, he and sure Kamala did. became well, the assumed the powers of the presidency. Female president. That is correct. So I'm going to give you double 1865 points. What's that? 3,700 oh, Yes, yes. What a, so what you, a win. You are Golden accurate on that. <laughs> so, so to close it out, we're going to go predictions only for 2022. T. Patty, you're first. Didn't I tell y'all last year? Give us one prediction. No prediction. Just one? <sighs> well, since I won't predict anything about my own life, because y'all know I just go out and get that shit. Um, <laughs> so modest. So listen. Modesty is for fools. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction for 2022. Yeah, so this Rona shit is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. So be on standby for waves of death as this these variants get more and more out of control as they continue yeah. to mutate. Um, at some point, this economy is not going to be able to withstand it. Like the, right now, they're forcing people back to work who they are deeming low skill, like that dumbass mayor of New York yesterday. Um, but I mean, when you when they're all sick and raggedy and can't work, then what? Mm. So um, there's that. I do think that that January sixth commission somebody higher profile is going to go to prison, but I just don't know who it is yet. It won't be one of those goddamn Trumps, but um, one of those punk-ass lieutenants. Something's going to end up happening to one of them. I just don't know what or or which one it's going to be yet. So what's that, three? That's what I got. Okay, okay. 
All right, we got that. We got that uh, on tape. So we'll uh, see uh, what happens when we uh, crack open the time vault in 2023. Uh, Drees, give me one or two predictions for 2022. All right, I'm going to give you some predictions. All right, we know this past year, Facebook changed its name to Meta to represent the Metaverse, which is talking about the virtual world that we'll all be going in to escape all the drama of the real world. They just try to make sure they plant their flag in the virtual world with avatars and all this stuff and all this virtual reality. I am saying that this year, we will see the dark side of the metaverse. We're going to see our first... (laughs) We're going to see our first criminal acts taking place in the metaverse. It could be something really awful like personal attacks of one avatar against another one, maybe some racist incident or some avatar, you know, saying some racist stuff to another avatar, something like whatever messed up systems we got in the real world or issues in the real world, we're going to see that creep into the metaverse this year. So you're going to hear stories about the metaverse and how all our racist systems and stuff just integrate into the metaverse because we're not thinking differently about that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's 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 one prediction that's going to happen um, this year. The dark and, side of the metaverse. That sounds like yep, a fucking... The dark side. And that's... if you think about it, it is, it is like exponential growth, right? It's like when we started out with social media, it was like the savior of humanity, right? It was a way to connect people and get ideas out there and get people's voices down there. And it turned dark over the next 10, 10 to 15 years. I'm anticipating that the darkness will spread exponentially where it will only take a year for the metaverse to go dark. It's just, it's just how it is. So that's my prediction for 2022. It's, it's, a, it's a somber prediction, but that's what it is. I don't know if that shit's going to like really take place or not, but that sounds like some fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson type <laughs> shit. It's like, it sounds like some George Lucas shit. So, all right. All right. Um, for me, so um, uh, I could predict a lot of shit, right? But uh, we'll get into this in the next episode. But big names are going to start to come to justice in light of the Ghislaine Maxwell verdict. You, you think? are going, mm. yes. She's mm. going to go, Nino Brown. She's like, I'm not going to jail. If I'm going to jail, I'm bringing a whole lot of people with me. So she's if, going. If, if she manages to live past the stage suicide. Yes. Level. Yes. Mm. So, about I'm that just one. saying. I don't know if she's gonna make it past the stage suicide level on this I, one. I'm gonna say half a big name is the over under on who's gonna get brought to justice. And I, I think it, better, it better be like Prince Prince. What's his name? The Prince Andrew. Andrew. Prince Andrew. What's, yeah, Prince Andrew. <laughs> There's a former president. That's there's actually two former presidents that are involved. I just thought about that. And uh, some other folks as well. So I'm going to say the over-under is half a big name. I'm going to say over. So I'm saying more than one, two uh, at a minimum, I think are going to happen. And um, 
you know, when um, people start facing real jail time and real jail terms, um, hard time, people start to talk. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And that's all I got uh, as far as predictions concerned. Well, this was a very interesting episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. <laughs> episode 72 is our first episode, season three, episode one. Our 75th and 100th episodes are coming up. Y'all remember, did y'all ever have like a diamond jubilee at the church or something like that when it was like the pastor's anniversary? Yeah, <laughs> we so black, we, ain't we? <laughs> chicken and everything, you know, afterwards, we like at the fellowship hall, we like the chicken in there. And sometimes we had the coffee and baked goods, but you know, sometimes I'd be wafing out you know, um, as the service was uh, was fin finishing up for the big Diamond Jubilee. So that's what's up. So yeah, our Diamond Jubilee episode is coming up uh, this year and our 100th episode as well. Listen, before we go, we want to say thank you to whoever is downloading and listening to us in Trinidad and Tobago. Hey, y'all. We got the All ratings. Right. We got the ratings about. this week. And we were um, trending as the one of the top 100 improv uh, podcasts in Trinidad and Tobago and top five as far as comedy uh, podcasts are concerned in Trinidad and Tobago. So uh, whoever is listening to us there, please share with your friends. I hope that y'all are well. I hope that y'all having a great new year. Share the Digital Gumbo podcast with your friends and family and loved ones, your frenemies anybody and um you know once this rona thing is over we might come over there and just do a series of episodes we do like a whole week of podcasts if y'all will have us but we definitely want to make sure that the hey, world i got a question i, I yeah. got a question oh boy. and this might be a source for um spot for trinidad and tobago didn't lisa ray marry the prime minister of trinidad and tobago at one yeah point? with his treacherous ass you know that, so right. that is it's a connection that's I have to do a do a, a segment <laughs> on that, sir. For the people in Trinidad and Tobago, <laughs> what made you think they want to hear about that shit? Go I don't on. know. Maybe they can call in and tell us about it. Tell us they take on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually love to hear that. We'll have to we'll have to set up our studios there in Trinidad and Tobago and really you know go in the streets and um, you know see what's happening and talk with the people and see what's going on. But again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, y'all. Yes, it's just uh, very exciting, you know, to uh, get the ratings and see where we uh, come in and uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Also, want to say what's up to Happy New Year to our people in Canada. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. Um, no uh, hockey season is back on after it got shut down because of uh, the Rona. But I uh, hope you guys are having uh, a great uh, new year. And uh, we thank y'all for listening to the Digital Gumbo podcast as well. So that's all I got. Are y'all good? I got one thing. Yes, ma'am. If you have not seen that, go and find the clip of Jason Derulo knocking somebody oh. the fuck out. <laughs> Wait, Damn, he, I almost made it to the podcast wait, wait, wait. coughing. Wait, I, I heard that somebody thought he was Usher and he, he clapped back, but I didn't know he knocked somebody out, T-Penny. Okay, yes, they said yes. Usher and he kept walking and then they either called him a bitch or said fuck you or something and maybe he was going through something and he had had it. He turned around so fast 
it was a little scuffle, 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 a little razzle dazzle. Next thing you know, he laid that fool out on the floor. He did. I, did I know that, Chief Eddie. I gotta go back he and did. look at the clip yeah, now. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like I I I like I Jason Derulo was pretty cool with me. I thought he was just dancing and singing, mm-hmm. but now yeah. he done knocked somebody out. I might have to listen to a couple of his songs. Yeah, <laughs> Jason said these muscles ain't just for show. <laughs> 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 three piece them. Look, uh, you remember Jason Derulo jumped off the stage and gave one of them Roddy Roddy Piper uh back kicks to somebody's neck, that girl's neck. Y'all remember that? That was not <laughs> him. That yes, wasn't that him. Was. That was Miguel. When he kicked that girl in the back of the neck with them James Brown shoes on. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't Jason Derulo. No, no. I thought that was Jason Derulo. That was Miguel that suplex somebody. <laughs> That's right. They told his ass before the fucking performance. I said, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And he had on them cowboy Bob Orton boots and ran across the stage and did not make it all the way. And I hope that girl's alive because she did not look. Ooh, that was a lot. I yes, thought that was. I think, uh, I definitely that was think she Derulo. had a concussion. Yeah, Pretty sure minimum, she had one. At a yeah, especially if you had on church shoes. <laughs> he had on no some pointy Jane Brown shoes. <laughs> All right, that was uh, it. That's that's my contribution. Where 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 we started out talking about what, and then we end up with pointy brown jeans shoes <laughs> and a damn um, girl that's concussed from I don't I don't know. I'm basically just like all of our regular conversations, random. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> we'll include uh, Jason Derulo's three piece. He might be the next one to get in this celebrity boxing match now. Like, Don't nobody want to tangle with him after watching that. Mm, mm, mm. I would love to see it though. This is having just knock somebody out. So there's that. Yeah, stay out. Was that the Las Vegas airport? Like, damn. I bro. don't know where it was, but I don't want no parts of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, ev- everybody is under a tremendous amount of stress. All right. Antonio so Brown, Jason leave Derulo. People alone. Like yep. every leave people alone. <laughs> Just stay it, home, y'all. Just stay home. Saying, is this your bag? Yeah, it's my fucking bag. It's a matter of black man can't have a suitcase. So, I catch the wrong one. Mm, don't do it. It's, Look away, look away. All right, y'all, this is episode 72 of the Digital Gumbo <laughs> Podcast. We will be uh, recording regularly here in 2022. As always, our full library of episodes is available on all podcast formats, Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and even your smart speakers, the one that I can't call her name, but she's put out by the big uh, forest company and your Google Assistant. So um, check us out. Check out the past uh, episode. Download us. Take us uh, with you as you go to the gym, you do your walk, or uh, just drive uh, to work. Hopefully you don't get caught in a snowstorm. However, if your ass did get caught in a snowstorm, <laughs> you would have had 17 hours of the Digital Gumbo Podcast to entertain you. Definitely. Oh, for 17. That work smart. That is our recommendation. If you get caught in the snowstorm, put on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Exactly. Any bad weather come your way in 2022, we here for you. We'll make you laugh. So that's, We got that's, you. That's our job. We got you. We got you. All right. Till next time, we will see y'all. Have a great uh, week. And we will catch y'all next time on the next episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We out. We out. All right. We out. Peace. Bye, y'all. Thank you.